This is Carpool Shenanigans with Justin Mitch. A show about two friends telling stories and making history with everything created and recorded in the car during our commute to and from work. So hop in and put your strap on on. Let's get weird. Hello and welcome to Carpool Shenanigans, everybody. I, today, am your host, Mitch Glasgow, and with me, as always, is, uh, oh, wait, never mind, Justin isn't with us today. So, it is just me, um, as the host, uh, there is no co-host, but I have a special guest, um, I did bring on my father, um, and we are going to see what we can do without Justin here. It might not be the same for the rest of you, but, um, fuck you, I don't really care. <laughs> so dad are you ready for this story that i'm going to try to do i am ready all right all right there once was a man at a pumpkin i'm just kidding that's not how the story's gonna go <laughs> i thought you were gonna start there once was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> you know that would have been way better yeah. <laughs> never mind do you want to start the show no <laughs> Hmm. All right, so what, what I'm going to go over today is 10 families, since it's, okay, sorry, let me start over. Since since we're doing kind of like it's closer to Halloween, I kind of want to get the Halloween mood kind of going on. So, I do have um, 10 families with extremely creepy curses. Okay, what, I mean, are these like curses where they die or anything, or is it? they still live or what well that's just the mystery isn't it it's yes just, it's the scooby-doo mystery <laughs> so the first one we're gonna go over is the grimaldi curse grimaldi curse the grimaldi curse okay it is a uh, sad string of happily ever afters for the current members of the Morocco's ruling family. Uh, can be attributed to two of their ancestors being total creeps. Uh, the first, Francisco Grimaldi, was said to begin the family's eventual domination of the tiny city-state after he and his forces captured the fortress from rival, um, rival people. He dressed himself as a monk and successfully tricked the guards into opening the gates of the fortress. Monk. Okay. It's kind of like the Trojan horse, but the Trojan monk, huh? A Trojan monk. That's right. Another ancestor, Prince Rainer, the first, up the ante in the jerk department when he adopted and raped a beautiful maiden. As revenge, the maiden became a witch and proclaimed, never will a Grimaldi find true happiness in a marriage. Oh, well, I guess that's it. You might as well just get your balls cut off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, come on. Isn't all men going through that curse? Pretty much. much. (laughs) (laughs) The curse has rung true since Prince Prince Rayner's third wife, the American actress Grace Kelly. She died in a car accident. Their three children soon became embroiled in their own scandals and misfortunes. The eldest daughter, Prince Caroline, divorced her first husband, was widowed by her uh, second husband, and there are allegations that her third marriage is on the rock as well. 
At the same time, her younger sister, Princess Stephanie, went through a shitload of men that included her bodyguard, an elephant, and a circus acrobat. acrobat um, acrobat. Oh, an elephant? <laughs> no, nah, I just wanted to see if you catch that. An it was elephant? an elephant trainer. <laughs> Uh, which led my trunk, <laughs> which led the three children born out of wedlock. Their brother, Prince Albert II, has so far dodged the provibri- for provibri- whatever bullet and is still married to former Olympic swimmer Charlene Whitstock. Although their union has had its fair share of controversies, from the pl- prince's playboy past to Whitstock's nearly calling off the wedding. Oh my God, that's rough. That's rough. That curse is for real. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. What about this next one? What curse can you think of? Um, which president you think has the worst curse? Which president? Yeah, Kennedy's. That's right. Number nine is the Kennedy curse. While the Kennedy curse has already been discussed in in a, in a lot of stories, um. We have to always come back to it because it's always a real popular curse. The death in question was that of the second wife of Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who committed suicide in 2012. That incident revived, talked about the infamous curse that has haunted the Kennedy family for ages, which begs the question, who started this curse? Well, it. The curse started when JFK ended up getting assassinated and they all thought a curse was, uh, and then his brother Robert got assassinated. So that's why no Kennedy now will run for president. Well, yeah. I mean, would you? No, I wouldn't. (laughs) Every time you run for president, you get shot. (laughs) If the stories are believed, it was John F. Kennedy's great grandfather, Thomas Fitzgerald, who started it all. In 1842, he discovered a chest full of gold coins in an Irish village. Supposedly, the coins were cursed, and the village from which he took them was soon destroyed. Fitzgerald fled with his treasure to Boston, where he used it to start his own business and was soon filthy rich. Well, I guess that's what you get for stealing somebody else's money. (laughs) Another origin story of the curse came from JFK's father, Joseph who had an unfortunate run-in with some Jews. According to the tale, he told a rabbi and his students to stop their prayers while they were on a pasture ship together. Angrily, angry, the rabbi cursed him and claimed that his descendants would suffer great misfortune. In another version, it was a Jewish father who placed the curse on Joseph after he refused to help his sons escape from a concentration camp. And yet, one more account of the curse, it was an entire Jewish village that cursed Kennedy after they discovered he was dealing weapons to the Nazis. The man must have had some serious issues. No kidding. And then, you know, Marilyn Monroe was messing around with JFK, and so she probably got into that curse, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, look where she's at now. Yeah, exactly. On my face. Anyways. (laughs) That was a fake laugh. No, that's how I normally laugh. (laughs) 
Number eight, Curse of the Dragon. Okay. Now, who do you think of when you think of Curse of the Dragon? I think of like uh, Bruce Lee. Or you are good. You are rolling on it today. <laughs> Just based on the title alone, you probably know where this is going. Yeah. Ultimately, an eerie and mysterious circumstances surrounding the deaths of martial arts legend Bruce Lee and his son Brandon have been timeless fodder for a number of conspiracy theories that refuse to die. In addition to the theory about the Chinese mafia kung fu masters plotting to kill them, we have the more supernatural premises that Bruce and his son were the victims of a family curse brought on by Bruce's father, Jackie Chan. I don't think that's Bruce's father. <laughs> nice try there. Try to slip that one over on me. You had me going, wait a minute. Uh, now it's Lee Hoi Chun. <laughs> okay. According to the story, one day Lee Ho Chan. I'm going to guess that's what I'm going to pronounce it like that because it sounds cool. cool. Lee Hoi Chun angered a group of Chinese <laughs> m- merchants. They placed a curse on him saying that all the males, you know what's funny is they're like, dude, it's pronounced Toby, you dick. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can see, I can picture your face trying to pronounce that. Uh, Lee Hoi Chun. <laughs> He angered a group of Chinese merchants. They placed a curse on him saying that all the males of his family would die young. True or not, the elderly and his wife took this curse very seriously. After the death of their firstborn um, their firstborn son, who would have been Bruce's older brother, they constantly addressed Bruce with the feminine name of Saifon, which means small phoenix. At home, in order to confound the evil spirits, the so-called curse theory eventually gained even more steam after the movie Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, came out, which depicted a Bruce Lee lookalike fighting a physical manifestation of the demon who haunted the family. The movie itself was released a mere two months months after Brandon's own death. Another creepy coincidence. Wow. These people are screwing with things. They don't have any idea. But I didn't, you know, I kind of believe in curses, but, you know, there's some that I don't know if really. Some of them are kind of out there, you know. I mean, I mean, probably back in the day, especially with Chinese um, culture, culture, you know, curses were pretty big things. So. Yeah, probably. Um, they took it very seriously on, I mean, they had, like, worship dragons and... And, and move on and, and everything. It was... Right. Yeah, it, they took that, they took that very seriously. Don't, don't uh, dishonor any of that or they'll, they'll curse you. Yeah. <laughs> try to make it stick. <laughs> Could you imagine a Chinese person listening right now, like, that is not <laughs> anything like yeah. what happened. Yeah. And geez, these guys are assholes. <laughs> so, number seven is the curse of the Nepalese royal family. I N- have no idea. N E P A L E S E. Nepal? Nepalese? 
I don't know. Back in 2001, the entire world was shocked when the policy, I don't know, Crown Prince Dipendra shot and killed his father, mother, and seven other members of the royal family before turning the gun on himself. It had been speculated that he was distraught over his family's refusal to accept his bride and had been drinking heavily before the massacre took place. The prince lapsed in a three-day coma, during which he was proclaimed king before passing away. Hold on real quick. <laughs> how, <laughs> how, <laughs> how do you, I mean, how do you become king? You're passed out. Nobody else can... So, so if you want war advice, what do you got to do? A Vulcan mind meld to get in there to him and see what the advice is? Or... I'm trying to go back over how he shot his entire family and then became king. Yeah, well, he was the next in line, I guess. Well, I guess his uncle, Guy uh, Andra, became, that sounds awesome, became king and ruled for a number of years. I'm going to call him Dragon. His okay. uncle Dragon became king and ruled for a number of years in a period marked by turbulence and conflict before the monarchy was finally stop, stop, uh, abolished in favor of the Democratic Republic in 2008. Some superstitious citizens, however, were less uh, than surprised by the outcome, since the end of the monarchy had already been predicted more than 200 years ago. According to the legend, uh, some made-up name, Nepal's first king met and gave some curd to a yogi named Gorakathoth, who prom <laughs> prominently vomited and offered it back to the king. Disgusted. Oh, gross. <laughs> Disgusted, and we would be too, the yes. king refused his regurgitated offering, which earned the ire of Granakathok, uh, Granakathoth, I don't know. Granakathok announced the king's descendants' reign would end after the 10th generation. As foretold, Depitra, 10th generation, and Ganadra, 9th generation, actually became the last kings of Nepal. <laughs> wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it is. Okay. Number six. It is the Coburg and Cowery curse. Okay. While we know that constant inbreeding uh, oh among the God. royal families of Europe God. propagated the spread of hereditary diseases such as hemophilia, one prominent family at the time attributed the affliction to a curse placed by a disgruntled monk. Stop fucking your kids. <laughs> <laughs> As the story goes, the monk was a coheri who was left out of his inheritance after the object of his af affection. A relative named Onita Coheri married Ferdinand Coburg instead. The bride's hey, father. Yes. Oh, back on there on. Um... Um, or having sex with her if they go boy your baby looks just like you boy, they have no idea do they <laughs> they have no idea <laughs> why does why does your baby have seven toes yeah. well well you should you should see both of its junk 
yeah. <laughs> it's got a double penis. So the bride's father was so impressed by their union that he left all of their wealth to the newlywed couple. This infuriated the monk, who went on to place a curse on their descendants. Whether the curse is real or not, many, many members of the Coburg and Coary uh, line did suffer m- from misfortune. As mentioned above, a number died prematurely due to hemophilia or other diseases like typhoid. Those who intermarried with other European royalties also brought hemophilia with them, with the most prominent victims being the uh, Romanovs. Beside the physical afflictions, the curse also supposedly diminished the mental fortitude of some family members. As evidenced during World War II, when uh, Belgian King Leopold III was accused of selling out the Germans. That's messed up. <laughs> That's a messed up one. Yeah. Now, this one is the Habsburg curse. The who? The Habsburg. Okay. For the Habsburg, at one time, one of the Europe's most powerful and influential families. The curse that afflicted their family literally came from the birds, specifically ravens. Oh, great. The curse allegedly started the moment their ancestors slaughtered all the ravens that resided in their home castle. After that, supernatural ravens called Turnflacken started to appear before or during the demise of family members, including allegedly Marie Antoinette's execution. Is that like the turducken during Thanksgiving? (laughs) (laughs) You know, if that was the case, wouldn't you think that turkeys would or chickens, for the love of God, would just curse us all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Another curse that hounded the Habsburg was put in place by Countess uh, Carriuyi against Francis Joseph, a Habsburg and ruler of the Austro- Hungarian Empire. She uttered the curse after the 18-year-old emperor had his son executed after joining a failed Hungarian rebellion. From then on, Francis Joseph's reign was beset with numerous tragedies. Although he survived an assassination attempt, his wife wasn't as lucky. His only son committed suicide along with his lower inside uh, with his lover inside a hunting lodge. Still, other members of his family were either killed, injured, or went insane. Perhaps the climax of the infamous Habsburg curse happened with the assassination of the nephew. Archduke Franz Ferdinand, which later set the stage for World War I and the eventual end of the Habsburgs. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I kind of at a loss for words on that one. I have to admit, I have no idea who, who these people are, and saying these names are insane. Like, yeah. why can't you just pick an easy name like Jeff or Todd? <laughs> Jeff or Todd. <laughs> well, they just didn't do it that way back then, you know? They I mean, to... this next one is called Curse of the Wanderers. Wanderers. Yeah, why couldn't you have like a, a last name of Jones or Smith or... Exactly. Jones or Smith, like Pocahontas. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I can at least pronounce that one. At the time, the Raja, the ninth ruler of the uh, the Wardier dynasty and his forces had routed her husband's army and forced them to abandon their base in, I don't know, Sinkapatana. The defeated couple fled their Takalak, a temple town near Mismore, where, geez, this is crazy to announce all these words. Alamalalamalala brought a set of precious jewels that she used to regularly adorn a statue of her Patreon deity. The Raja sent his men to pursue her with the intent of confiscating precious jewels. <coughs> okay. So, I wonder if he was successful in confiscating the jewels. Well, to avoid capture, she took the jewels and committed suicide by jumping into a river. Why in the hell would you even go after the dang jewels if you could commit suicide? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. I mean, you got all these jewels. You could probably buy the people who are trying to come get you. Well, you just might... well, maybe she had an ending like this. Just before her death, she pronounced a three-part fuck you curse. Wow. Okay. Wherein Takalak would become a desert and the nearby town of the Magali would become a whirlpool area, while the Woody heirs would have no offspring. While present skeptics have been quick to dismiss the first two curses as the result of the environmental changes, the third one has continued to confound them. For the past 400 years, the Woody heirs had only had male children in every other generation leading to very problematic issues regarding succession to the throne. But hey, that's better than having no kids at all, right? Well, maybe. That's pretty crazy. For 400 years, they've had nothing but boys. Yeah, I think that would get a little old. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I wonder what it is. Doc, you don't even have to tell me. It's a boy. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a boy. Yeah. Again. Hey, how much you want to bet it's a boy? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, I'll bet your next life savings. It's a boy. <laughs> the third one is the Onasis family curse. Onasis. Okay. Is it really possible for a curse to transfer from one family to another? Yeah, I believe so. Well, according to some Greeks... That's essentially what happened when JFK's widow, Jackie Kennedy, brought the infamous Kennedy curse with her when she married Greek shipping tycoon Aristotle Onassis in 1968. It's Onassis. Onassis. Just to let you know. Oh, I'm sorry. You must know this one. Uh, Yeah, I do. According to them, that curse brought... Dude, half these words I'm pronouncing aren't even correct. <laughs> well, but you're giving it that old college try. Yeah, you're lucky I got Kennedy right. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. According to them, that curse brought about the untimely death of Aristotle's only son, Alexander. He was killed in a plane crash in 1973. From there, it went downhill from the rest of the Onassis? Onassis. Onassis family. Aristotle's first wife, Alexander's mother, killed herself a year after learning of her son's death. She was followed a year later by Aristotle, who died a sick and broken man. 
Alexander's sister, Christina, also died in 1988 of a heart attack due to depression. As for the once magnificent Onassis financial empire, that too crumbled away. The remnants were given to the last surviving members of the family. Christina's daughter, Athena, the heiress, has so far managed to avoid the infamous curse, living in a relative obscurity with her husband, Avrio Alfonso del Miranda Neto, and her two stepchildren in Brazil. Well, you know, I'm going to kind of touch on that. It kind of goes with the Kennedy since we're talking about Jackie Kennedy. You know, her her son, JFK Jr., died in a plane crash. He hit a mountain. The plane hit a mountain. Mm-hmm. Killed him instantly. He was died at a at a young age. He was he was in his tw- late twenties or early thirties when he died. Oh my! Yeah, he wasn't very old. And I think his daughter had some issues. I don't think she died, but I think she had some major issues or something. I think it actually said that her daughter died. Well, it may have her daughter well, died. Yeah. Uh, well, her uh, well Alexander's first wife. Uh, a year later, killed herself. Well, uh, well, her daughter says right here, uh, the surviving member, Christina's daughter, Athena, the heiress, has so far managed to avoid infamous curse. Right. Well, that's not JFK's daughter, though. I was talking about JFK. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, you better be. (laughs) Number two is the Guinness curse. Okay. Now, the Guinness one of Ireland's most accomplished clans and famous brewers of the Guinness beer brand have had their share of bad luck throughout history. Granted, such a large family is bound to be in trouble from time to time in accordance with the law of averages. But with the Guinnesses, those misfortunes look like something out of a final destination plot. Arthur Guinness, the patron and founder of the brewery, lost 10 of his 21 offspring while building his empire. Wow. After his death, another family member either became poor, insane, or alcoholics. It was during the Second World War that talk of a Guinness curse really took off. Two prominent family members were killed, one by Jewish terrorists and one during a battle just weeks before the war ended. In the aftermath of the war, a series of deaths ranging from suicides, car crashes, and freak accidents. One family member hit her head on the toilet seat and drowned in the bathtub while in the middle of a drug session. It gave gave further uh, coincidence to the curse. Even animals were not spared from the curse, as one of Ireland's most famous racehorses, the owner's mother, was a Guinness, was abducted by the Irish Republican Army and never seen again. Wow. Horse, man. You wouldn't think animals would be susceptible to curses, but... Well, I'm just trying to figure that this Guinness, like, is that beer really worth that good? Like... (laughs) Well, you know, it's it's genius! (laughs) It's genius! Uh, My kids are dead. (laughs) Yeah. So, have you ever heard of the Von Erich curse? Erich curse? 
No, I Von Eric curse. The Von Eric curse. The no, world, I have not. The world of pro wrestling. Oh, the, yeah, the Von Erichs in pro wrestling. Yes, I have heard of it. The I knew you were going to get it right after I said this. The world of pro wrestling has had its fair share of tragedies. Aside from the usual high numbers of injuries, the cause of which is re, uh, readily apparent. We often hear about sad incidents of wrestlers and their ultimately deaths. The most recent being Eddie Guerrero's collapse inside a hotel room due to a heart attack failure and Chris Benoit's double murder-suicide of his wife and son. Yet even those depressing cases pale in comparison to the so-called curse of the Vaughn Eric wrestling family. Yep, that is a fucked up curse. <laughs> well, and I remember, I remember because I used when we used to watch wrestling together. I remember when Eddie Guerrero and the Chris Benoit thing happened, and yeah, yeah, he he uh, died in his hotel, but he had a heart attack in the middle of the ring. Who? Uh, and a, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero did. Yeah, he was such a good wrestler. I really liked him. I did too. So was Chris Benoit, though. I really liked that guy too. It was too many chair shots that got Chris Benoit, and I'm and I mean that seriously. Oh yeah, I mean because he he it caused a lot of uh, brain damage to him. Yeah, yeah. Dubbed oh. the Kennedys of the wrestling world in the 1980s, the Von Erichs and their patriarch, uh, patriarch Fritz, real name Jack Edikison, experienced their first loss when their eldest of the six male children. Six-year-old Jack Jr. was accidentally electrocuted and drowned in a puddle of wet snow near their home. Afterwards, a chain of disasters befell of the family. Fritz's third child, David, died from a serious case of gastroenteritis. Gastritis. Yes. While Carrie... The fourth, Michael the fifth, and Chris the sixth committed suicide via drug overdose. Yep, yep. Only Fritz's second son, Kevin, lived on to continue wrestling before retiring in 1993. Now with the third generation of Von Erichs, Kevin's two sons, and Carrie's daughter, currently following their grandfather's footsteps. We can only hope that they avoid the curse that almost destroyed their bloodline. Yeah, I mean, it was bad. They were dropping like flies. I mean, that that was bad. How how they come up there? They'd say, "Well, another Von Eric is gone from us," and and they they would have an announcement on there that another Von Eric is gone. And wow, you know, it, it was bad. So, so uh, carrying on to wrestling, who was your favorite wrestler? Hogan. Really, I thought Goldberg was. Well, it was. They were tied. I remember so, when Goldberg came out, and you almost shit your pants. Yeah, well, because he's a badass. <laughs> and I thought Ultimate Warrior was up there with you too. It should be. He was. He was. Well, he was the only one um, that Hogan could not beat. Which was cool because it's always good to give uh, almost like a superhero in wrestling a person right. that he couldn't beat. Right. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was. That was one of those 
instances that he, no matter how many times they faced each other, he couldn't, he couldn't beat the ultimate warrior. And then the ultimate warrior, right after his, he had an appearance after the hall of fame at a, at a WrestleMania walked out into the street and died of a heart attack. What? What? The ultimate warrior did. I didn't know that. Yeah, he walked right out of the the arena, went to walk down to where his car was to take him to his hotel and fell over dead. Wow. So maybe that was Hogan's doing. Yeah, yeah. Think I could that. never beat you in wrestling, so here, I finally beat you. Out. Yeah, he walks up to him and is like, you poor son of a bitch. He's like, I don't know where I was going with that, to be honest with you. Yeah. But, anyways, so are the Chiefs winning? Uh, barely. Well, barely is all we need. Yes, barely is all we need. But I'm not liking the way Mahomes is playing. He's not playing real well at all. Really? That's amazing because he always plays good. Well, it's it, I get, I'll tell you, it's 6-3 to three right now. Oh. Yeah, Chiefs are winning 6-3. to three. Well, that's awesome. Still, either way. Cam, Cam Newton for the Patriots had to miss this game because he got COVID. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. Well, the backup quarterback is kicking our ass, so making our defense really work at it. So, Well, as long as we beat New England. Yeah. If you're a New that's England right. fan and a Cowboys fan, you can stop listening at any point during this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> which which i could see more cowboys listening to our podcast than the new england i hope i hope yeah no kidding you probably got all these massachusetts people going hey what do you mean (laughs) yeah we had tom brady well fuck tom brady if you've listened to my previous podcast you know i hate tom brady yeah. Now you don't have Tom Brady. Now you don't have Tom Brady. Now he's went to the land of San Francisco? No, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay. I'm sorry. Sorry, San Francisco. I almost made it worse for you. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Well, um, I wanted to say, um, guys, uh, if you like this podcast, I'm sorry Justin wasn't around. I keep looking over at him going, hey, you going to join in yet? You going to join in yet? But he never did. So I was I was, <laughs> I was, was just hoping maybe the ghost of Justin was here with us. And he oh, wasn't. well. So he, He's with you in spirit. He just didn't join. He does say that he is. He did say to tell everybody that he is very sorry. I would tell you the conditions of why, but it isn't COVID. Don't worry. But he just couldn't be with us tonight, and he does apologize to every one of our listeners. Um, Justin does work very hard behind the scenes. I'm telling you, all I do is look up stories, and then I read them. That's all I do, guys. Justin does everything else, the marketing. He sets up. After I get done recording, he gets to put it all together. I ain't doing shit. All right? So <laughs> Very good. Yeah. So he gets to do everything else. So, guys, I mean – Honestly, this is kind of a break for him. Let, let's, you know, I, I know everybody else wants to go beat the shit out of him because of this. I get it. Hold yourself back. Just give him a break. And um, and uh, he it's well-deserved. So, um, 
I, I do want to say thank you for, uh, uh, dad for coming on to the show as a last minute guest. Yeah. I, I enjoy it every time I get to be on your show and, and, uh, listen to your stories and well, so, so my, so far my favorite's been oofty goofty. So. <laughs> yeah. If you guys haven't listened to oofty goofty, go back and listen to it because it is hilarious. Oofty goofty. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to name my next pet that. Oofty goofty. Yeah. I'm you, gonna sh- name it. you should, you should. Yeah. But we're, we're up to so so we're up to um uh one eight one point eight so we're up to one thousand eight hundred listens. Excellent. Yes. So we are guys. We're we're getting so big. We want to hit two thousand before a year. To be honest with you, that's a pretty big achievement for somebody for us that just do it for off the wall fun stuff. You know. Um. Yeah, so go on iTunes and give these guys five stars. They deserve it. That's what I was going to say next is go on iTunes. You could put on Family Curse on uh, on the review and write us five stars. I don't give a shit what you put as long as you put a review and five stars. Stuff. It, it all helps out on marketing. It helps us with other things. Um, last week, I wanted to tell you guys about – I know our story wasn't as good with the Looney Tunes, but we were having technical difficulties. And we want you guys to know that, hey, go out there. Go to the Looney Bin. That's a funny place to be. I've been. My father's been. We love the Looney Bin. Yeah, they have really good comics on there. The headliners get on there, man, and you, you laugh all night. And it's not just a – little chuckle like haha it's a deep belly laugh when you get done so it is it is and and and, and uh all the tickets that we uh and anybody that we're gonna make sure that we let you guys know um so you guys can get those tickets i'm gonna find out more about that um but keep listening to our show guys we're getting big i mean it's getting huge and uh one day you never know keep listening you'd be like hey i know those guys uh they're on um tv right now how cool is that he plays in law and order and i'll be like i'm the dead guy on the stretcher so (laughs) but it's a part in law and order it's a part in law and order as long as it's not special victims unit um then you go on as a pedophile (laughs) no (laughs) no hopefully not but anyways guys thank you so much for listening we want to thank dad for being on um Dad uh, hyphenate Russell Glasgow hyphenate. Um, and then we also want to uh, thank Justin for putting all this together. So, guys, have a wonderful night. Go, Chiefs. And uh, see you next time. Thanks again. Carpool Shenanigans is on all major platforms. Make sure to listen, review, feedback is always welcome. For all the exclusive, make sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Carpool Shenanigans. And tune in next Friday for an all new episode.